Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. We welcome you today to our broadcast for The Winning Side and thank you so much for joining us. It is Wednesday, February the 9th. And I hope you're having a good day. Uh, it's a beautiful day today. Uh, I walked out this morning. I was surprised at how cold it was. And there was a really a pretty heavy frost on the ground this morning. And uh, so I came over here to the church. I come over first to the church in the mornings and uh, spend some time getting things ready. And then I go back and I pick up my girls for school. And I could tell when I went back to pick them up, it was already starting to warm up a little bit. I took them over for school. We had our chapel services this morning at the uh, school, and uh, we were walking into that uh, chapel about 8.30, and it was warming up. The sun was out, and when we got done with the chapels, and I walked outside about 10.30, boy, it was so warm and so beautiful. The sun is shining, and uh, today... Tomorrow and Friday, supposed to be sunny, high 50s, 60s, and uh, I thank the Lord for that. I hope you're having a good day. We welcome you, those listening on the radio. Thank you for joining us, 95.9 FM, uh, WVFV. And then those that are uh, listening uh, online on the radio, we welcome you on our radio app. And then those on our podcast, again, we apologize. We've had some uh, problems with that. And so you're probably behind a little bit. By the time you hear this, you'll say, it's not February 9th. Well, I know we're getting it all figured out, but thanks for being patient with us. And then those of you watching on Facebook, thank you for joining us today. I hope you're having a good day. Those that are watching on YouTube, we welcome you. I want to say a happy birthday today to Lawson Keeter. I got to see him this morning uh, at the school, and happy birthday, Lawson. And then I got to see uh, Miss Kelly Pinello. It's her birthday today, and we sang happy birthday to both those folks at the school and uh, some of our uh, students presented Miss Kelly uh, Pinella with some flowers and some chocolates, and uh, we had that at chapel today. That was a blessing. And then happy birthday today to Miss Cheryl Walker, and I hope you have a good day. You're the only one I haven't seen today of the three birthdays, and I hope you all have a great day. Uh, let's pray for our church. Pray for the service tonight. Uh, pray we'll have a great service, our prayer meeting, Bible study. Our teens on target have their ministry, their service tonight. We'll also have our master clubs tonight. And let's pray for a great service. And then let's pray for a great day on Sunday. I love my church Sunday, and we're going to have a very wonderful time. We've got the Valentine Banquet Saturday evening. That's going to be wonderful, 6 o'clock Saturday evening. And then all day Sunday, all the services, we'll have Andrew and Mary Beth Jones. I think we're going to have them sing again on the radio tomorrow, but they're a blessing. And we'll just look forward to a great time together in church. I love my church. And by the way, If you do not have a church and you're listening, you need to find yourself a church and you need to get involved in that church and just pour your life into the church. And uh, if you do have a church, I want to encourage you uh, to love that church and support that church and encourage the people there. And uh, you say, well, you know, I can't do a whole lot. Well, you can write 
write a note, put it in the mail. You can make a phone call, leave a voicemail. Uh, if they don't answer, if they do answer, just tell them you're praying for them. Uh, write a note to your Sunday school teacher. Uh, maybe somebody sings a special in church. and It's a blessing. You ought to write a note to them. Uh, somebody is a nursery worker, you know, or a junior church or a bus worker. You ought to write a note and say, I was just thinking about you and I'm thankful for your faithfulness. Uh, but I hope you love your church. And, and, and you say, well, well, you know, I wish the church would do something. Well, well, hang on, time out. The church is the people. And so many times we want everybody else to do something when the truth is if we would do something, uh, that is what the church is. It's the church in action. Uh, uh, doing what God has called us to do. That's what the book of Acts not A-X-E, not the axe you chop wood with, uh, but the acts, the actions of the apostles. Uh, that's what the book of Acts is all about. What is the church? Well, the church is going out, reaching people, helping people, serving people, uh, praying for people, reaching people with the gospel, preaching the word of God, uh, being faithful uh, to the house of God. And so I hope that uh, you'll pray for your church. Let's pray for our missionaries and let's pray for our school. Pray for God to help us. Pray for God to bless us. Pray for those uh, that are sick, those with surgeries and those that are recovering from sicknesses and those who've lost loved ones. Pray for comfort for one another. Here's a great song. Uh, I don't know if we've done this before on the radio, but I love this song. It's called The Unseen Hand. And I'm glad that there's times where you cannot trace God. You can't see what He's doing, but He is working and you can always trust Him. Here's a great song. Hope you enjoy it. And then we'll get into our Bible study in Proverbs 31. Still God 
that's Amen for that. That's a good song, an old song, uh, but a powerful song. I'm thankful for uh, the hand of God, the unseen hand that, that guides us through this weary land. And some sweet day I'll reach that strand still guided by the unseen hand. Praise the Lord for that. Proverbs 31, we started this and we talked about the fact that these are, of course, the words of Solomon written to his son. But in Proverbs 31, he shares with his son, he said, Son, I want to teach you some things that my mother taught me. Uh, the words of King Lemuel. We said Lemuel was probably uh, a nickname that uh, his mother gave him, which means uh, belonging to the Lord. And uh, don't ever forget that your children belong to God. And then we said yesterday, too, what a reminder that although Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, although she sinned and David sinned in committing adultery, um, aren't you glad that God forgives? Aren't you glad that there's cleansing? And we know that David got right with God in uh, Psalm 51. He said, create in me a clean heart, O God, renew a right spirit within me, wash me uh, throughly, uh, cleanse me, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. But here I think we see in Proverbs 31, of course, um, uh, Solomon, um, of course, was born after the baby uh, was born that died, and then Solomon was born after that. And so obviously, I think we see that Bathsheba got right with God. And Bathsheba told her son, she said, here's some things, son, I want to teach you about what a virtuous woman ought to be. And uh, I believe that Bathsheba, I believe she got some things right, and I believe she uh, uh, lived for God and, 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 and was, was faithful to God after uh, that sin. And you know, there's hope. As long as you're still breathing and as long as God is on the throne, there's still hope for you and me because God is a God of second chances. He's a God of mercy. And I'm so thankful we have Proverbs 31. And she warned her son. She warned him about uh, the dangers of women. She warned her son about the dangers of wine, and we talked about that yesterday. Uh, it's not for kings to drink wine or for princes strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. You know, I mentioned it uh, Sunday, and it was not my message, but I met, messen, uh, messaged it. Uh, I mean, get my words right. I mentioned it as a part of the message that. You know, many times the devil puts thoughts in our mind. Now, he can't read our mind, and the devil can't control our thoughts, but, but he, can, he can put thoughts in there. He'll, he'll have somebody say something, or he'll bring something across your path to cause you to, to think about that. And um, I think Satan will put thoughts in our mind of depression. I think Satan will put thoughts in our mind sometimes of suicide. And uh, that suicide is never the answer for the child of God. And by the way, it's not the answer for anybody. But for a child of God, a suicide ought not be a something that you think about and dwell upon. But then I mentioned how that many times it's drugs and alcohol that cause people to commit suicide or to commit crimes or to do very foolish things, to do very violent things because they're not even in control of their thoughts. 
and uh, our mind, uh, we ought to have our mind in subjection to the Holy Spirit. And your mind is not in subjection to the Holy Spirit when your mind is controlled by alcohol or drugs. And so she, uh, Bathsheba, she warned her son Solomon. She said, uh, uh, watch out. It'll get you. It'll destroy you. It'll mess you up. And then we get to verse number eight and nine. I think these are some good, good points that uh, we could bring out. But she told her son, uh, who would be the king, obviously, Solomon, she said, open thy mouth for the dumb in the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. She said, Solomon, you may be the king. You may be the king who's coming to the throne, or you may have the authority, and you may have all this going for you. But Solomon, don't ever forget that there are people that are needy. Don't ever forget that there are people that cannot speak for themselves. There are people who cannot even defend themselves. And she said, you ought to speak up for those people. And I want to remind you today, if you see somebody that's in need and somebody that is helpless and hopeless, uh, God may just have you be the one that goes and helps them and stand up for them and encourage them and, and help in any way you can. Uh, but what a great reminder. Sometimes we think, well, you know, that's their problem. That's their fault. Well, that could have been us, and that would have been us had it not been for the grace of God. Then we get to verse number 10, and verse 10 through the end of the chapter, we see the description of a virtuous woman. The word virtuous means to be morally good, practicing the moral duties and abstaining from vice. It means to be chaste, uh, uh, to be pure, to be holy. And can I tell you, we need some virtuous women. We need some ladies that'll be virtuous, that'll be, that'll be moral and upright and holy and, and chaste. And we need some women that will be godly, God-fearing ladies. Let me give you a few. I'll actually we'll just give you one today, but I think the first description we see of a virtuous woman, number one, is that she is hard to find. It says in verse number 10, who can find a virtuous woman for her price or her, her worth, her value is far above rubies. Don't ever forget that a virtuous woman is hard to find. If you're married to a virtuous woman, you ought to thank God every day. If you grew up in the home and your mother was a virtuous woman, or maybe it was your grandmother, or maybe it's a, a Sunday school teacher, or it's a, a pastor's wife, or it's a school teacher, but if you had somebody in your life that was a virtuous woman. You ought to thank God for her every day. She's hard to find. You ought to love her. You ought to appreciate her. You ought to cherish her like you would cherish and like you would take care of the most valuable possession that you own. That's how you ought to treat a virtuous woman. She's hard to find. I'll say this, the book of Proverbs also talks about a faithful man. And it says most men We'll, we'll proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man, who can find? There's that question again. Who can find one? They're very difficult. They're rare. They're, they're unusual. And may God help us to be faithful. Men, may God help us to be faithful. And women, may God help you to be faithful. And then may God help our ladies to be virtuous women. But then may God help our men also to be holy. And may God help us to have some men that'll be, uh, be pure and be godly and be consecrated. They're hard to find. Can I tell you, but we need you more now than ever before. This world is getting worse and worse. And may God's people stand up and do what's right and be counted. 
And uh, may we be pleasing to God in these last days. Thank you for listening today. Hope you have a great day. And we'll conclude, we won't conclude, we'll continue tomorrow our series from Proverbs 31. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.